0: your podcast yeah it's not that's how i do true. it but <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's like when i went to the uh, i went to the uh i got an oil change a couple weeks ago yeah and the guy like the guy was sort of like yeah this is some pretty dark you know transmission fluid or something <laughs> i'm like yeah it's been a little while he's like no, it's not my car he's just like, <laughs> all right dude <laughs> you passive aggressive fuck yeah like, i know it's not your car you can't afford this 93 subaru legacy you did not uh, have to tell me that
0: you didn't own one they're just trying to guilt you into getting the fucking 500 hundred dollar flush that really doesn't cost them and you don't need probably we've recommended care package it's only 175 <laughs> i've
1: already talked about it that that's like a super stressful moment for me because every time they come to the window it's like uh i rolled down like uh yeah, take a look at this uh, brake fluid. You know, this is the normal. This is the good color. And look at, that's a definitely a couple shades darker. You should just fucking taste it. I'm like, uh, 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 really? You know, what's am I gonna just come cruising through an intersection with full brake on, or like, what's <laughs> the situation?
0: And so I was like, I don't know. You're okay.
1: It's like, all right. Well, why are you putting on the pressure on?
0: <laughs> next time, grab that fucking shoot it like a shot. You know, oh. swallow it and say. It fucking tastes fine to me, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're like, well, that's because it's so thin. And it it's up no, Yeah. <laughs> that's a problem. It should taste bad. So, uh, yeah, this, uh, this is a, this is a bonus episode. I'm, I'm pretty, I have never. we just care so much about the fans and, uh, we just thought you guys deserved it. Uh, bonus. We don't normally do these, these midweek podcasts, but here we are. Uh, so who do we have? Introduce yourselves. Justin DeReiner, Zach Dablo. So nervous. I'm calling this a bonus episode because, uh, uh, but not in the way like, uh, you know, when you go to like a casino and they have like the bonus bet, you know, that's actually like a, that's, they'd call it a sucker bet. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yes.
0: I'm not a gambler, Zach. It's like one of those shitty,
1: like at a shitty casino, like a bad blackjack table have the bonus. But I think what's ironic about that is that, it's like the the seasoned gamblers are calling that a sucker bet. Yet they should know that the whole casino is one it's giant a sucker, sucker bet. Right. Yeah, right. Right. Isn't that kind of weird? Like, no, no. no that's a
0: fascinating. Like going to Vegas, I, I, in Vegas, you know, you get you know, the, the tourists to come through. They're, they're just pulling a slot machine to see what the fuck's going on, you know. But that's a fascinating thing to me to go to a casino and watch people. I like watching people. Yeah. So that 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 just that whole addiction to pulling Some the guys crack the code. Right. Phil Ivy,
2: he's got that lawsuit going for twelve million dollars against the casino that won't pay up for what game? Oh, that it's was the yeah, it's the three card European game, yeah. game. It's the one James Bond plays in the movies. I yeah. can't remember. I want to say back rap, but that's wrong. They're saying he cheated. Um, is it th- just three card. They're poker? trying to say he cheated, but he
0: proved them wrong, right?
2: Well, th- here is what he did. He went like seven hundred and seventy thousand dollars down early in the week, and so it's a felt, solid Monday and Tuesday. Just a seven point seven <laughs> in the. Yeah, right, right. So a Thursday, and then he um, doesn't stop playing and he gets back up and he talks them. This is where they say he screwed him. He talks their dealers into keeping the same deck of cards. He says, they're my lucky ones. I'm on them. Don't change them out. And what they think he did is he figured out that these diamonds were cut just off. So that he could tell where all the face cards were. And in this game, you got to get close to nine or something like that. So I guess you want to avoid them. I'm wrong. I could be very wrong about that, but he had a, he had an advantage. So he starts betting 30, 60 grand, uh, hand gets up 11.7 million dollars and, uh, says, okay, I'm done now. Pay up. And they say, no, you cheated. So they've held him up for six months. Yeah. You're going to sue him someplace in London. Yeah,
0: I've I've heard that's, that. Story. Uh, yeah. That
1: is that's a very interesting because normally there's just a clear like who's who's in the wrong. But there's well, he's like a
0: mathematician like, or something. So that's the controversy. He's he, he's, he's the world's, world's best, best poker player. Yeah, yeah. But he's was better. it
1: also anything to do with the fact that he started counting cards in some way, or is it all that's have what to do with he this. did, Well, yeah.
2: well, yes, he definitely was counting cards, but he had an advantage in doing so. It's not illegal to count cards. They have to pay on it. They'll ask you not to come back, and maybe break your legs or something. But but
0: they, they yeah they, they might. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's my attorney, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I listened to that book, uh, Fear and Lovely on Las
1: Vegas*, on a like a book on a tape from Audible. You know, yeah, you guys yeah. Ever seen that? yeah. No, right. It was actually kind of a. Is that your sponsor? Trippy, uh, you need to- I need- win. That's yeah. why my shout out to them. Now that's like the easiest thing to get sponsored for. I think it's like every other podcast. We're like, we're standing out by not being sponsored by Audible yeah. at this point. <laughs> we please go somewhere. Keeping else. Keeping it real. They, yeah, A free trial. It's uh, it's just a scam. So. No, but, uh, that's kind of a trippy book to listen to, actually. It's just like, the it's movie's crazy. great.
0: The movie's great. I, 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 I've never read the book. I need to read that book. That's a fascinating character. Though. I mean, well, just the, him in general. Though. That movie almost makes you nauseous. It makes you so uneasy and ner- mm-hmm. nervy about how he's going through life. Well, it's crazy too when he shot himself in the head. Like that's always a weird way to go. That says something about the guy, right? I don't know. What, Hemingway, right?
2: uh who are you talking about here well no but uh, i mean he, you're talking about hunter s thompson but s. Thompson. hemingway also shot himself in the head i think oh yes he did
1: Well, who were you saying shot himself in the hunter place? s
0: thompson yeah he didn't did did yeah yeah he, he eventually suicide. did yeah. later much later yeah after yeah, like, that yeah well like, like he like, was in his 50s 50s yeah, or 60s. he shot himself good... in the head outside his house next to a tree or something what yeah google that son
2: I wanna find out, just yeah, real should, I don't you know. Should. Part of me thinks maybe he's still alive and well drinking himself into a stupid. I'm, but I'm he's gonna he's guess I'm
1: gonna guess that he died in like two thousand nine and it's from like some illness or something. That's my guess. <laughs>
0: well, you, what's that, you, what's you, that you bet called that we were just talking and I'm about the lay
2: on, um, stroke out, 1998. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that he stroked oh. out nineteen ninety eight.
0: Tanner S. Thompson though, he he went by gunshot wound. It was the 90, mighty Wikipedia
2: strikes again. The collective wow. knowledge of
0: the world. No, it was two thousand something.
1: He did. He killed himself in his fortified compound on his owl farm in Woody Creek, Colorado, in two thousand five.
2: Five. Thank you. Yeah. It, that was. Well, yeah. NSA got him. It's a long, slow, slow. Yeah, that's,
0: right? that's what it says. That's, right.
1: that's, that's cr- croaching in man. until he blew. They're away. watching you. Anytime you have a fortified compound, <laughs> like things are kind of going downhill you, in your life, you definitely. I don't have know what. Yeah. Well,
0: that and you're getting laid a lot, probably.
1: I I don't know about that, David. Crash.
0: What? David Koresh? That'd Manson? Yeah, Charles okay, Manson? A
1: fortified compound by yourself. Right. <laughs> okay, right. that's
0: not a good combination.
1: And I wonder why it'd be called Owl, like how it's known as anything. It says it's known as Owl Farm. I, guess I don't know. guess you really have to have a, an owl
2: situation going on. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you that. wrote a book about it.
0: Probably mm. so. Yeah, I bet you're right. I bet if we scroll down that whole Wikipedia page a little further, we'd find that. <laughs> there
1: And there it'll be. I'd yeah. love that. See? I just I just went straight to death for him, and that's the only part of the page I'm looking at.
0: Yeah, that's all right. Well, well yeah, I, I do it's like a fascinating character, though.
1: Yes. Yeah, what what I thought was weird is that you were saying it's, it was almost kind of a tribute movie to watch and just almost makes you kind of nauseous or something. But like it was weird how strange it sounded too. It's like he's got these super long sentences with all these weird descriptions. Mm-hmm. And did it's, they get him just... to read it? Do you no, know? no, no. I don't remember who who um the voiceover was, but it was like it was it was all, well, it was Brad like Pitt, it was in character. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like. And then I told my attorney, like, grab the mescaline and meet me outside the casino. <laughs> Wait, who played that? That was uh Johnny Depp and Benicio Johnny del Depp Toro. Think I said Brad Pitt. Oh,
0: sorry, internet. Jesus Christ. Nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it's a it's a crazy movie, but um, uh, Rum Diary not so good.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that movie was a little bad. Yeah. I don't, isn't uh, Johnny Depp doing another Hunter S. Thompson? Is or, he going to do another one? Oh, really? Um, was just weird and very implausible and sort of odd. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was a cool book just to g- get through, but it took like two hours, which is, which is great for me because that's, a, that took me about a month. <laughs> so how I read, but yeah, it was a really super easy read. There wasn't much story oh, to really? it. Oh, so, really? Yeah. I'll check. It yeah. Out. I wouldn't guess. I, yeah, there wasn't much story to tell in the movie. Although Anna got really mad at me because. I just think that that girl's so hot and that like she was like getting mad at me like I think we are in the theater actually. She's like nudging me like you're you're staring. It's like we're at a movie theater. <laughs> you know, what's her name? Amber. She's a she's engaged to Johnny Depp. I don't know what Amber we're talking celeb gossip picture of her? Ever? Uh yeah, she was in uh, Superbad. She was Seth Seth Rogen's girlfriend in that movie, if you know
0: it. Yeah, I've seen that movie. I just can't think
1: uh of... Yeah. Uh there you go. Good. This is good podcasting. Looking at pictures of Amber Heard, <laughs> right? Right.
0: Trust us. She looks good.
2: She's so wow. pretty attractive.
0: Well, I wouldn't think that staring at her is a bad thing. Now, if you started to beat off in the movie theater, <laughs> like that might be. Well, a, you didn't let me finish a a the story. <laughs> it started with the staring.
1: No, I just, I just mean the, the viewers at home, they or listeners at home, they can't exactly see what we're we're seeing right now. But go, yeah, go type in Amber Heard, and you know what we're talking about. Yeah.
0: Well, if you haven't, seen she's a beautiful girl. I get it.
2: <laughs> what about uh, uh world war z you guys can see that looks pretty good i the I, fast zombie is a little more of a scary concept slow zombies got a lot of drama and intrigue to it, it kind of muddles up to you yeah i
1: it's i always liked the slow zombies too i liked um i living dead like the you got time to think was, about it a little bit yeah okay i'm gonna hide here i'm gonna do this i'm gonna run through the door
2: right Opens yeah it's kind of funny
1: if you ever seen that movie uh like Basically, most people die, hold up in this house. These super slow zombies are coming at them and they decide we just need to, we need to like board this place up and survive the night, you know? But it's like, that's the worst thing to do with a a huge horde of slow zombies because they all just piled up on the house. Just go,
2: go for a walk. Yeah, then in the morning everyone
1: else is dead and she's finally like, I just gotta try to get out of here. And she just walks out in the yard and sort of just does this slow little weave. It looked like, it looked like uh, running a touchdown in slow motion against all these people, and she's just like running right by them all, and then she's fine. She's the one that lives. It's like, oh, okay, I guess that was pretty easy.
2: You know, just go one at a time.
1: But yeah, the, the in the in the trailer for World War Z, it makes it look like these guys are like crazy fast, like they're all piling up on that wall, and,
2: yeah, yeah, like in a hurry.
1: Yeah, they're pretty excited. Yeah, that, that gets about out of hand, in. yeah,
2: it's just kind of a big Armageddon. It's kind of funny. How many different ways can they have the Armageddon happen? And yet, in none well, of the movies do half the people go up straight to heaven. I don't get they it. They
0: should do a movie about Liberia if they want to do the Armageddon.
2: Ooh, that's a good story. <laughs> gruesome, gruesome story. Well, yeah. the
0: the the whole Armageddon, the, the apocalypse is going on. It's always going on, no matter. It just depends where you're at in the world, right? It's going on right now. Not right here, thank God. Yeah, but it's true. No, I would do a movie about the Liberia. You guys see that Vice guy to travel? You guys ever watch Vice? Uh, uh-huh. the, the show by the, uh, Miami cops. No, come on. How dare you? No, Vice, Michael it's J. on White. HBO now. Vice, uh, uh, well, it's Vice. It's, it's, it used to be called the, it was these guys that were journalists for, uh, a publication called Voice. And they left that. And so they, they kept, they just dropped the O and they became Vice. But there's, they, uh, they go all over the world and they do like, they've gone to North Korea. They've gone to Liberia. They go into Russia all the time. And they do these crazy stories, but they don't, they don't slant it. They just, They've gone down to Mexico and like talked to, they've interviewed drug lords. Those guys will just shoot people if they think they're, if they think they're reported, think there's anything wrong with them. They shoot and they kill and they don't even ask questions. These guys have gone down and interviewed them, come back. So I would suddenly
1: be less interested
2: in journalism if they got that
0: story. Oh, I'd be like, I want to be a journalist. Oh, no, I don't want to be a journalist. And we
2: wonder why there's 24 hours of coverage on E. It's a lot safer on the red carpet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Give me that, duty. Yeah. I like shake a little Tom chaos Cruise's and hand. risk in my life, but I don't want to be a journalist in Mexico covering drug lords. Fuck no. Do you guys yeah.
2: remember when Anderson Cooper was on Channel 1 and he'd be like, Anderson Cooper in the middle of Bosnia here and getting bullets flying over his head and he just looked all scared. And he was a little kid, now he's well, yeah. the head of CNN. Oh, really? that, yeah. The one guy for uh,
1: whatever network the Today Show's on, he got kidnapped in Syria for like three days. He got kidnapped yeah. and then he just showed back up again. Well, I'm okay. He survived. <laughs> yeah, I got better. Yeah, I don't mm. think I'd still be reporting on
0: troop movements after I got back from that. You know, I. What yeah. about that though? You're yeah, a big World War II buff. What? The war correspondents in World War II. Yeah, Those guys that's saw, nuts. Some that's crazy that's... footage. I was watching uh, uh, World War II in in color the other day on the Military Channel. They had this crazy shit. These war correspondents were in the. They were right in the front lines, just nutty. No guns. But just taking bullets all over them and explosions yeah. went off. Yeah. It's
1: nuts. Yeah. That was kind of also back to where it was sort of glamorized. You know, they probably, they weren't exactly just sending like some color footages of uh, pictures of the beach. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, it's kind of interesting how that must've worked because they didn't, they didn't want to show how bad it was. Right. You know? That's the what highlight
2: of propaganda manipulation is the world war two era for sure.
1: Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of a world war two, Aluminum, they, they, they all did that. It's like Japan, uh, they had like a huge uh defeat in like 1944 i think it was battle of the philippines they lost like their whole their fleet was done like they had no more navy essentially and then the, the they told they told the public that it was this huge victory and there, there were months on where they thought they were winning all these battles and they essentially they knew they'd lost the war at that point it's pretty
0: isn't pretty that weird. crazy when
2: you're all in on fascism you got to take it pretty far towards the end i mean hitler was doing the same thing from the bunker can that happen yeah. nowadays i mean to some it, extent. It, yeah. it is happening.
0: Yeah. Not with the internet though. That's what they're saying. It scared seems like of, it's though, more right? of just
2: it, not reporting on negative stories. It's, but it, it's just more, it's, it's more subtle and crafty. It's not as effective because it was blunt force trauma back then. No, it was new medium. Everybody's like, ooh, the picture moves. And you got Uncle Sam up there telling you what you need to be doing. And everybody's like, right. yeah, right on. And that, you know, it was all new and exciting. We've kind of been down though. that road now. But at the same time, um, you know, You just spin it a little way, or you just get the little kernel of something. You drop a little fake thing over on the this outlet. You counter it up with one on this. And you got guys that make gazillions of dollars consulting people on exactly how to do that. I mean, FDR does not get elected in the modern era. Guy getting carried from a wheelchair to a podium, uh, you know, with all the cameras around. No way. Right. Yeah. Now you got to be able to do like a crossover. (laughs) You know, like. <laughs> yeah, you you got to be like appealable as well. I mean, what what was George Bush's biggest thing? Well, he may not be the smartest guy, but gosh darn it, I like him. He's, yeah, <laughs> okay, he's like me. He's my he's a kind of guy. Guy.
1: Yeah. You
0: you watch him down there I would cutting. Totally the... Sit down, and have a conversation. Have you ever with seen guys? that clip? I uh, we should fun. actually
2: find this clip.
1: Hold on, I'm gonna find this clip. Let's see it.
2: Uh It's so awesome.
1: It just like exemplifies. George Bush and, and
2: well, I think that really started with Reagan. You got, you actually have an actor being the an actor, president. right? They, they, he got and, in and, and gets, he beats out the kind of you know goofy looking peanut farmer, right? Well, Nixon and Kennedy was another example. Nixon's all sweaty on the uh, on the uh, debate, and Kennedy looks all smooth and likeable. debonair and likable, and right. maybe his points weren't as good, but everybody says, "Well, gosh darn it, I like that Jack Kennedy." And everybody's you know he looks like sweaty, greasy, What's, tricky dick. Uh... I mean, they were so wrong. He ended up being so noble and straightforward in the end
0: what's the future politics we losing the Tea party system uh,
2: no i think it's pretty well entrenched i think a lot of people would like to get rid of it but i think it's pretty well entrenched i mean a lot of people Even look at the it,
0: internet but can uh, that survive through the internet look
2: at the young kids but things have been so well packaged Hold on, up I, I oh that. god i gotta got intervene go. for just
1: a second yes. This is gonna be so awesome
0: we must stop the terror yes i call upon all nations to do everything they it's can it's in a golf shirt to stop <laughs> these terrorist killers Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. <laughs> <laughs> that's that classic. Hey, you yeah, just hit the, a golf ball. That's, that that's is, so, that's <laughs>
2: so awesome.
1: I can't. That's I, I mean, I
2: that's just, I want to be either. able to pull that no. off so well, much. And, and everybody knows he's kind of, yeah. he's the guy at the party that gets a little Whoa. hammered and gets a little crazy and fun. maybe you got to throw him outside a little bit. I, Most yeah. of the times he's fun, but every once in a while he gets a little arny because he's got that streak in him. That, that's I'd that love guy. i
0: that guy at my party, though. No, Cheney's the oh one, If you can Cheney invite George running. Bush.
2: Well, I mean, you know, now we have you in Portland, seen, Have you people seen be the protesting. one of him when he's drunk? Oh, yeah. Most Polish guy. I mean, he's like cracking jokes. He's got the whole party laughing, rolling. Yeah, he's just you well, know. yeah. There's a reason. Yeah, you
1: have to be super likable. You have to be charismatic. And to yeah. deny that he was charismatic is just uh, he's just charismatic give him in him a bit diss- Does him a disservice. He's probably It's not as good as Clinton. but, but uh, It's a different but, way. Yeah, but a, but you level. look at
2: how they all came through. I mean, other than George H. W., who basically inherited it because he was so well connected, and you know, it was the vice president of a guy that had a 60% approval or 60% vote get, you know, or whatever. Reagan. Um, the rest of them are these perfect politicians. These perfect stories. These great orators. Or likable and has some charismatic sort of See,
1: a thing. What, what i don't get is that like it seems like you're either on one far far end of that where you're super mm-hmm. squeaky clean your whole life you have this resume for it and you're say all the right things i don't want that or person. all of a sudden you're like yes those pictures were my penis but i you know i'm back here i, I learned from my mistakes but it's is like isn't that that the hell, evolution man? of our democracy or but our i'm not qualified you're not going to hire me you know you know but what yeah, i mean right Yes, the maid and me were down in Guatemala for the last 6 months while I was the shit out of that bitch.
2: <laughs> but but if you follow that up with but I was wrong and I'm working <laughs> but, but on it But seriously to answer your I, questions about my job, <laughs> Jobs
0: Bill. <laughs> Actually, I wasn't yeah. wrong. Yeah. It was just I uh you know I got caught living that's in the moment. That's what was wrong
2: about it. I mean, that's how most of those politicians are probably looking at it, but you know it, it, they love a good comeback story. Jason Giambi says, well, you know, I did shoot a bunch of stuff in my gut and I did get stomach cancer because of it, but gosh darn it, that's what I did. And then he moves on <laughs> and presumably doesn't do it anymore, but hits 30 homers. And, uh, uh, and, and, but then Alex Rodriguez lies about it and kind of stretches it out. Roger Clemens lies about it, stretches it out. Barry Bonds lies about it, stretches it out. You know, um, different, different perception about what's going on there. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's not the act that gets you. It's the cover up, right? I mean, you should
1: just. Depends on what what it is. Well, no, not, it, not it's, everything. It, it's kind Where of
2: is, like calling some girl know. and saying this is getting huge, quickly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's funny you make that connection like that. That was about what I was I was just about to say. Yeah, it's true, right? Although, yeah, he was kind of. That's another. That's a little bit of one of those examples. It's like, nah, all right, I, how many girls was it? Or maybe you know. Maybe you could just try to get them to change their voicemails. <laughs> you know, like that's a tough one.
0: Maybe we shouldn't he, care what he does. Well, yeah, yeah that's a pretty. Good point. You
2: probably shouldn't, but. He brings that on himself by, by being squeaky good. clean image that he crafted and kept he so to, though, careful and controlled. And
0: well, well we, that's true. Why in we, the we game even he was in, Why we put that expectation on him? Look, the dude is successful. He's competitive. Guess what? He's not a one vagina guy. If he's, if he's successful, if you, if you own that for your marketing persona,
2: okay. But you're putting out a product that's not there and we're all buying into wholesome apple pie tiger and he's he's got other ideas about that apple pie. He's
0: married. He never should have done that. No, she, I say she knew what she was getting into.
1: I think tiger should have came out and said, uh, you know, yes, uh, I'm, I'm going to rebound here. I made some serious mistakes. Uh, the the cocktail, have you seen the cocktail waitresses in Miami? You know, like, I, have you, you know seen what? those tits and ass i'm a, <laughs> I'm a red-blooded
2: american Everybody's man now watch stories. this drive <laughs> yeah, yeah right exactly that it would make a little sense
0: uh, you're right
2: yeah yeah he, well it was it was also it was handled the same way every other part of his career has been handled very overly handled and you know some big announcement and you know this very overly practiced terrible speech and you know, yeah. it just makes makes it worse. It's kind of like when LeBron got the advice to do the decision. Dude, just go to South Beach and kick everybody's ass. You'll be fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a pretty impressive performance, by the way. Just got to kind of throw that out there. So no, we're going to yeah. take
2: our six foot eight small forward and put him on your pesky little point guard and shut you down from the moment that that happened until the series ended. Yeah. It was like they were toying with him. It's like, okay, and now I'm going to put LeBron on Parker and you're done.
1: Yeah, yeah the game down. six was awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah incredible. It was, it was pretty sweet. I, incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so funny. I, I have to, I have to shout out to my dad. Uh, it's just funny. He's my, kind of at that age, you know, actually, and his dad's the same way. They're kind of at this age where, uh, where they kind of start forgetting how to pronounce people's names correctly, you know, that you've known for a long time. You guys know what I'm talking about at all.
0: He's just like, I get like, called Jason all the time, usually by old people.
1: Yeah, he's like, they man, can't. what a game by Manu Ginobili. You know? You're like, what? He's like, Ginobili, Ginobili, Joe.
2: I'm like, Ginobili. You know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. It's like we've talked about this so many
0: times. It's funny.
2: You you must have been talking about Game Five, right? Isn't that the one he came alive and then the last six well, or it good. was more of uh, like how bad he did. In, oh, <laughs> I think
1: was it, it was the Game Six. Six Six was
2: bad. Seven was atrocious. Some of the yeah. turnovers at the end. He was just all racked out about he looked like chuck knoblock trying to throw from second base
1: yeah i remember that was that when he was with the yankees yeah, that was like yeah, those like Mariners glove. and him where you know, the Yankees were going back and forth, and I yeah, so I remember that he just stand back and just hook it right over
2: the first baseman's head this, from the, like forty feet away. The why this is 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 a, a remarkable, Justin, is because Chuck Knobloch was an incredible gold glove second baseman for the first like five, maybe six, even seven years of his career with the Twins. Yeah. He gets traded to the Yankees for a ridiculous sum of money, or signed with them free agent, something like that, and within. A month signing the contract. He can't make the throw from second base to first. <laughs> he ends up being a DH, a third baseman, a first baseman. It, 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 it's some weird nerve thing. Like you just wear out the function and it's like your brain just farts back. every time it yeah, tries to do I, it. I don't remember.
1: There's a, there's a name for this. Uh, I, I, and it happens to like golfers a lot. You start, it's kind of what happened to, um, Charles Barkley. Right. With his swing. Remember how you had that yes. really horrible swing? Yes. Yeah, something happens and it actually it happens, I guess, more with people that are like have just done it for years and years and years. It's like you've done the same thing forever and all of a sudden your body starts like not being able
2: to figure out how to do it. It's really weird. That isn't you've worn out the synapses, they're just done. Yeah. Yeah, but it seems
1: weird because Chuck Knobloch must have only he was like thirty or something, but yeah. it's like it's like that's a lot I guess. of senior golfers. Like yeah. all of a sudden they don't have their swing. There's some golfer. Yeah, yeah, there was a famous golfer that that like his career ended that way. I I can't remember who it was, but that's incredible. Well,
2: as a as a general matter, that golf ends is that way a lot. You have it like completely mastered, and then it's just gone from you, and then it comes yeah. back, and the, it, it's a frightening experience. Actually, I've been trying to play golf this year. That's like my, that's like my I yeah uh, I, I, I was Chuck Knobloch about golf. Like started early and all. That. I wasn't as good as all that, but you know, played when I was four and went all the way through. Beaten yeah. off that way for me. <laughs> Started when you were four. <laughs> just nice. lost it. I, well, nice. It comes and
0: goes. It comes yeah. whole older I get, sometimes it just goes. That's like, a tough. What am I I doing that's again? That's a tough problem. Just, you got like the. Yeah. Then never rediscover it sometimes.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're like, you're like. I see. You're I, like, I got to hang up the jizz rag. <laughs> gotta put it down. <laughs> I keep telling myself I got to put it down, and I find it there again on my hand, smiling at me.
0: Yeah. I wash this off. Yep.
2: All
1: of a sudden, I see it on TV, and I'm like, God damn! I well, Zach's a that. big
0: golfer, so he's talking. About, I don't know how to do any of that shit. Golf's difficult. Yeah, I wish okay. you could help me
1: with my swing. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta have like a, I have like a throwing my hands at the ball kind of problem. Like it, like my hands when they're hitting the ball, they're not in the same spot as when I started my swing. It's like they're closer. Like I hit it off the heel all the time, even the hosel. Believe it or not, now and then. So, yeah, that uh,
2: um, generally you have a baseball background, I know, and baseball players well, see I could I don't really hit the ball well. then either. But that's what, <laughs> Well I was going to say as a pitcher you actually have a better chance that golf motion is actually more like a pitching motion than it is. Yeah. I mean it's underhanded but the the weight mechanics how they transfer and stuff is more like pitching than is that right? hitting.
1: I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get it. That's uh that's hard though.
0: You turn into a golfer
2: I you know, it's a it's nice. to go outside, you're there for yeah, like four or five hours. I mean, it, well, it's time warp too. You don't feel like it's four or five hours, you feel it's a couple hours, you know. Yeah, and, it feels like a nice long time. I like, you know,
1: I like thinking through the shots and what do mm-hmm. you gotta do and it's sort of just like a if you can actually you hit the ball, it's fun, you know. It, it, yeah. it and especially all it takes is like a couple shots. You're like, Oh, I crushed <laughs> that ball. It's like that a crack awesome. dealer. The first one's free. Yeah. They just keep
2: you keep you coming back with one or one or two good shots.
0: Yeah. Lucky I never had a good shot. Yeah, harder. once you get one, once
2: you get one. No, I went to the range with you once. I remember you. It, it, it did not come naturally to you. <laughs> no, not but not. it doesn't come you naturally know, like, to many. So I'm you know. like
0: fucking sliced and like it go way this way, way to the left, and then way off to the right. You know, like all in the same fucking hit. And <laughs> <laughs> he, he thinks
2: he's describing this terribleness, but what really like ninety percent of the people out there have ever played are like, oh yeah, it's just like that for me too. It's so wow. funny.
1: I was out at the range, actually, last week, and it was so funny. This guy in front of me, he's okay. He's kind of an older guy. He could hit the ball. He was there with, I'm guessing, his daughter. She was probably like 30. She was, she was a little heavy set gal. She had a horrific swing. <laughs> horrific. And this guy, he was so nice. He kept trying to help her, and it was all like, hey, I think you need to – I couldn't even really hear a lot of what he was saying, but, uh-huh. you know, he he could hit the ball. So I I, I, I I'm guessing he was giving decent advice. And I just kept her being, I kept hearing her just make excuses for not taking anything that he's saying into account. She's like, oh, I get that. I get that. You know what? It's just that I don't quite get golf naturally. <laughs> you know, like you, you, you obviously. She said that? Yeah, I, I could hear her <laughs> saying this. She's like, you obviously came that, you know, when I went up, and did, I, no, I kid you not. I kid you not. She said, when, when I do started doing dance, it came naturally to me. That's something that comes naturally to me. And that's not golf. And he's like, okay. Like, I'm just trying to get, I'm helping you with your grip. Like, you can just listen to you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and she kept doing that for a half an hour. It was That's just like, mm, I hear you. I hear you completely. It's just that it feels too. She had some excuse. No, no. Okay. Did they
2: come together? Were they related in some way? It looked like his daughter. Yeah,
1: him. they were together. It looked
2: like, it looked like it was his daughter. Was he there, there's this crazy thing that <laughs> goes sudden, on at the clubhouse. Just well, reaps, you can tell by like, the way
0: she's talking to him if he's hit it or not. <laughs>
2: uh, it sounds like he his his, he his radar t- was smelling mom dad or uh, dad dad daughter there God.
1: i think he hit her mother <laughs> that's, what I, that's what i think at least yeah, about 30 still years ago that way yeah it was it was really funny but i was trying to listen to his tips
2: because this whole time i was like, chunking the ball
1: i'll the listen ball. there's <laughs> yeah. a
2: there's a strange thing between bitch shut up i'm listening. golf listening. advice you can't you can't some. A parent can give you the most rational advice in the world about your golf swing, and you will just find a way to not listen to it. And then somebody else will tell you the same thing, and I you're like, that's, "That's a great that's idea." Well, that's
0: anything your parents tell you, right?
2: Right? There's it sort of gets amplified with golf. Advice. Well, I learned that with. Gravity. I understand what you're saying, but you're just good at this, and I'm not. Like, it sounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like you're reverting back to your inner twelve-year-old or something. It sounds like she had. Yeah, it's such an immature way to go.
1: It's just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's got to right. be all about yeah. you, you're right?
2: Right? You're like when I was all valley uh, tap
1: dance.
0: That was because of I understood how to do that. I would yeah, tell I'd... her to try doing the tiger or the, the happy go more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one, two, go. Have a... yeah. you ever done that? I'm done a few I've done I've tried it. I think, I think everybody's actually... everybody I know, I tried it once action... they saw the movie. Well, Does it my... work?
2: Could I, could I be the happy? Right.
0: Some of my best balls have been that, but not consistent.
2: <laughs> well, golf's only, you're only as good as your worst shot not that's your best one. You can hit good ones all day long. And you hit one bad one and it gets in a bad spot and then all of a sudden you're the fucked. wheels come a crashing down.
1: Yeah, but when you're at the range, it's exactly the opposite. You're That's as, true. You're it's as good as one. all your best shots, right. I'm like, oh yeah, sure, <laughs> I could hit six irons two hundred yards. Yeah, might <laughs> have a slice to it. I don't know. That's why well, I'll straighten it out every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. It's like the other thing too. I do that classic thing where it's like, where I I, I just golfed last week, and it was the first time I've hit the course and I actually played eighteen holes in a long time. And it's like you have all these shots where it's like, wow, okay, I, I have a dog leg right here. This is my second shot it's 280 to the green there's bunkers all over the place and i have to somehow figure out how to like not i have to cut this corner sort of it's like easily i'm gonna lose balls if you just go to the range and hit what seems like a decent shot that's gonna be out of bounds like you have to be able to hit it was crazy the level of accuracy yeah yeah i had to i had to really dial it in how'd you do i probably shot about a 110
0: is that good (laughs) 90%
2: Ninety
1: percent of all playing golfers three can't, rounds. can't break ninety five. <laughs> uh, there you go. Or some there's yeah. some
2: they've got it all figured out, yeah. Yeah. It's a very few that can shoot somewhere near a point. Well,
1: not to get totally into golf talk, uh to keep it going too long, but I was talking to my uncle about it and I haven't hadn't thought about this. He's kind of a he's a pretty good golfer. And he was he was just kind of educating me a little bit on how good the PGA Tour golfers actually are. <sighs> And he's like, okay, you know, think about like, who, who do you think is like an awesome golfer? Like anybody you know, well, what handicap would you say is like awesome? And it's like, oh, well, scratch golfer. I want to be a scratch golfer. He's like, yeah, okay. Scratch golfer is great. Any, they're the best golfer that you've played with probably, but somebody that's making cuts on the tour is like a minus
2: six. Like they're plus insanely five, good. Plus five or six easy. Yeah. 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 So, well, uh, at least plus four, it depends, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Like you're definitely, and it's a huge, it's like being able to throw 95 versus 99. Like that's it, a huge difference really going between just a scratch golfer and being in that four or five range. And I guess Tiger over certain stretches of his career was like an 11 or 12 or even higher
2: than that, the, which is, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. It has a lot to do with the level of difficulty on the ratings that they're playing, but yeah, but yeah that's that's absolutely nuts,
1: yeah, it's like some guy that's two strokes better than a than a scratch golfer is not going to make the cut.
2: Well, <laughs> and the other thing you gotta know about the handicapping system is once you're under ten, you're starting to run out of shots to improve to get better. Right. So, so, that to, so to go from a 10 to a 5 takes as long as it goes to, for, to go from a 20 to a 10. And to yeah. go from a 5 to a 2.5 takes as long as it, and so on. And 2.5 and to 1 and 1 to 0 and, and, and then when you start getting to that other level, they're just doing things that you flat can't. They hit 5 irons 220 yards and way up in the air and stop them on concrete. Yeah. And it's like, okay, just, just try to do that yeah
1: and the other thing can. too is that like when they have regular really nice courses that might be rated like a i don't know 69 or something or 70 They'll destroy them yeah well then they then they set them up for tournament play mm-hmm. and all of a sudden now they're like a 79 rated course and then over the course of the weekend the winning score will be like uh minus 16 or minus 10
2: over four rounds right Yeah, over right. four rounds
1: so it's like okay so now it's just like start adding that up like it's It's just kind of nuts it's
2: they like, do that after the u s open every year they'll invite like a a, a a 90 shooter an 80 shooter and a low handicap amateur to play with a um, the the course the day after the u s open when it's mm-hmm. the then the u s open is the hardest golf tournament of all golf tournaments for those that are getting their education about golf tonight um and and very rarely will any of them break a hundred. And these are guys that have shot 70 on, you know, your scratch golfer that you just described that's the best golfer that you've ever seen. They take him out on that course and he can barely break a hundred.
1: Yeah. It's pretty insane. So what are those guys
0: getting? Like the pros?
2: They're shooting anywhere between 70, 70 even, and about maybe 85. Hmm. That's good. But that's one tournament a year. The, The other tournaments, they set them up much easier. And the winners, you know, the, the average guys are shooting 69, 68, and mm-hmm. the winners are shooting 61s every once in a while, mixed in there, 65, yeah. 66. Like,
0: how would you guys go do if you had to play that course? The US Open oh, uh, course. Yeah, I
2: wouldn't be able to finish, probably. I'd probably shoot right around 90, 95, somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, I'd run out of balls in my bag.
0: I'd be like calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would need will like too. an airdrop yeah, out there. Right. I'd shoot myself in the head. Well, that
2: heavy grass, you know, you can be standing right on top of the golf ball and not see it if it's longer than six. It's inches. a hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, if you're feeling bad about your golf game, you should feel you've been drugged by the
1: second hole. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I get run out of there. So, uh, this is uh, this isn't going to be any more exciting, but I did want to bring this up because I thought of something interesting. Something came up that I thought you'd be interested in. So, I was, uh, I was messing around looking at my retirement the other day, which it's not as bad as it sounds. So, just keep listening for a second. And I was thinking, you know, I have a really good retirement plan where they give me. Uh, just straight up, without me having to do anything, fifteen percent of my gross pay per year, they just add that on top, write a check, and put it in my four hundred one k. So I was kind of thinking about, all right, it's like, and just because of that, I was thinking, oh, well, that's kind of cool. It's interesting. There is a lot of factors to figure out how much that's going to be worth, but it seems reasonable that there could be a million dollars in there, right? So I was like, cool, that's a cool thing. You know, that sounds like a lot of money, and when you look at how many people have retirement money out there right now, like it's very little. The average is very low, so it it you know sucks. Our generation really with how shitty everything is uh, as far as our economy right now, it is still pretty bad that you should like retirement. It seems like, how are you going to pay for things down the road should be something that we're thinking about. So that, okay. million dollars. That's pretty cool. Well, I started, I started thinking about well, how much is that really going to be worth? And so I did a little calculation. Uh, yeah. uh, I was on my lunch break, but uh, if you, if you get a million dollars and let's just assume that inflation is the same for the last 40 years to the, till today, and that just continues for the next forty years. It's about three percent. When I am uh, sixty-eight, my million dollars is would be worth one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars in today's
0: dollars. Wow!
1: So you try to make that work for you know ten years, and you're talking about eight. You're not talking about under nineteen grand a year that's really in today's dollars. Well, assuming you just never tell you that you don't that. grow
2: with it, right?
1: Yeah, assuming you know even. But that's assuming that that's going to make some
2: money. Uh I mean. Well, you're not assuming you're going to clear seven or eight above it. So that's the difference between nominal and real. Then you know, uh, yeah. You, if, well, if, it just, if it just, time, just keeps you know up with that, I'm just saying for the people yeah. that you know, you know, um, now, now you should be able to get more than that, right? But your effective rate of return, though, is yeah. less when you think about it. So yeah, you you get ten percent on your investment; it's really only seven because you're losing three to the price of things.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, if you, but it's I, I guess I don't know exactly what the like the S and P or Nasdaq has done over that time period. But, uh, you know, if you just kept up with inflation is, that, that's what that number would be. If you just kept up with inflation, that's how much it would be. So you'd have to make money on top of that just to keep up. So you're, it's crazy, isn't it? it you, you have to figure out how well, to make that money work for you
0: or else it's not I know. How you know, right. is it that you're supposed well, to plan for this when you don't even, most people aren't even getting, I was 33 before I, yeah, 33 before my fine, or my college loans were all paid off.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, how do you do well, that? Well, Well, you're, how much
0: you, use you What you though? do is you buy your
2: house at 20 grand oh, wow. and then you Jeez. sell it at like 750. Oh wait, that's our parents' generation. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, for us, uh, we don't cash a single social security check because the three of us won't even support my two parents, uh, as far as the right. social security money. Right. So I, I don't know about you guys. I don't plan on cashing a check. Never going to happen. I don't that's think totally so either. Yeah. yeah we were know. talking about the sucker's I, Bet doesn't... earlier in Vegas. That's yeah. Vegas odds there. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah. Well, how do you do this? So what are you doing for retirement? Are you all well, freaked out? Are you trying to get shit set up? I've had some sleepless nights lately. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> have. To, I'm a little Go in. Go to counseling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I cry myself to sleep just like with my tears over my Charles Schwab account information. But, um, I mean, you just have to make money. You have to figure out how to make a return. It's not enough just to like... You know, people talk about like bonds
2: and that's a safe investment and stuff. But you what you... You get five and a half, six and a half percent, maybe, if you're lucky. They're tax free, and uh, and then I, mean, I don't ex- even think it's that much. You can't get now. a savings account for more than eighth of a percent. Oh, not like well, no. But long-term thirty-year bonds, I think you're still you're still yielding a couple of inflation over. over yeah, because otherwise yeah, they, they won't entice it. It's just hold on to my money. It's better to bury it than what's well, yeah. inflation at right now. It's, typically, it's been about three percent ever yeah. since the um, stagflation extinguishing in the nineteen eighty. Paul Volcker shazam yeah the whole yeah. The, the the reagan recession and that's just assuming that it'll the stay the same recession you know yeah. but
1: uh and there has been a lot of inflation over that time period but still that's assuming well, the that same it's with the, there's uh, not some crazy change
2: that's how we find it that's a, a lot
0: rates going down and going down and all this stuff and like money putting more money like that's going to cause inflation right and that like the reaction of that is inflation it's yeah I mean, see this doesn't make more money sense to me at all well, i have like yeah, a little believe it or not
2: in. Most economists think that a little inflation is actually good. It puts a little slack yeah. in the labor markets. Yeah, th- there needs to be incentive to, for you to go out and make money.
1: You know, either because, like, if there was deflation, for example, you would just it'd be smart for you to sit on ten dollars if it was worth worth twenty dollars in and a year. We've we seen it twice in the last thirty the years. Keeps people moving. Yeah. 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 So if you yeah. know, okay, this dollar's gonna be worth less. I need to do something with it if I just want to hold on to it. Right. You know? So you have to go out and figure out how to make more.
0: But how well, do you get or, ahead or when spend they're spend taking... it with something
2: tangible right now before the price right. goes up.
0: Yeah. Well, but, how about when half the, half your dollar is taken away and taxes and fees and all that, then how do you get ahead? Oh, wait. And then you also, you're in debt too, because just to get to where you're making money for them to take half of it away. Well, you, personally, ha- I, I, even though it wouldn't finance everything, I mean,
1: personally, I, I'm fine with there being low taxes on relatively low age worker earners, but I think there should be higher taxes on people to make more money, personally.
2: What about the sales tax? I think you make up some in the redistrib- redistribution as well. i I agree with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you look at like how income taxes were and it was a lot different, but over like just go look at what they were during the 20th century, like they're low right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, pe- e- now that's just federal income tax. There's a lot of other taxes probably depending that's on where you true. are. But I mean, it used to be it was like 90% in 19. You're
0: saying we're paying less taxes now? 50. Oh yeah,
1: for rich people. For for the, you know, the, rich. The, I'm not the calling the big them-
2: bracket adjustment was Reagan.
1: Yeah, he went yeah. from fifty two. Now I don't I hate rich people. I, I don't think that you know. I'm, I'm talking about like,
0: you and I, not not the rich people.
1: Oh, um, I'm not totally sure what the other rates are. I mean, um, it, it might be a little more now. I'm not. I'm not totally sure, to be honest. I I've, I know more about the. Uh, it's the top. Condensed. top
2: marginal rate. It's like the top marginal rate thirty eight, yeah. and then on down to about twenty five, and then they cut it off. Yeah,
1: I. I I doubt that if if it is higher now, it's it's considerably higher. But there are lots of other taxes that come into it, so there there might very well might be a lot more like if you live in LA or something you're going to pay a lot in taxes or New York or their something.
2: effective rate is over over 50% i know yeah, cuz phil right. phil mickelson the golfer was complaining about
1: it but i mean you know and i think there is there is something that's bad about that it all depends though on how where the pressure is you know if all of a sudden you are putting serious pressure on this class then they will start to move and leave and they'll you know there's a reason that when a movie is made that's about you know Uh, Seattle it's done in Vancouver because you know you make decisions on what you're going to do and you might believe if taxes are too high but at some level it it just kind of it gathers what it can and doesn't really stop things from going so at some point you're hurting yourself by by charging relatively rich
0: people less money because they would just be able to pay it and what about uh, uh, wealthy people leaving all their money to their children what do you guys think about that Oh, I think it's fine. Tax. I, I'm, I, I don't think, well, if anything, it shouldn't be very
1: much. I'm, I'm not really for taxes particular when you die. I just think it's kind of wrong and that money
2: has already been taxed. I, I think that, um, high, high level exemptions for some portion of an estate tax makes a lot of sense because I think the, the long term rich of, and I'm talking like Johnson family money, you know, like big, big, big money, the effect yeah. of that, has far-reaching consequences in terms of how fast we turn over goods and services well the halves do things to slow down market acceleration because they want to remain halves chevron looks at every ounce of oil that's left in the ground is lost and foregone profit as opposed to looking for something new because that's what they do
1: and and that's what we incentivize well, That's them why to do. i i mean i would personally i think it'd be complicated to do and i don't i I haven't exact I don't exactly have a thousand-page bill that we could. I could send in if they want to do this, but <laughs> I think there should be a a wealth tax as, and relatively low-income taxes because it's not really. If you look at like the huge pie of it, it's not going to do a huge thing to tax all the guys that are making four million dollars a year and try to get two million of that or whatever. Right. That's not really going to. But when you start going after wealth that's long-term, that is not really doing anything and trying to stir that up because. Yeah, I think you're right. People are just sitting on a lot of money and it's, it slows down the economy. Well, here's what I would, now,
0: right? The guys who have
2: the money are just hoarding it. Well, in
1: I some mean, they situations. I mean,
2: right. More institutionally. We're, but we're so not, it's, it. It. banks are lending money. What right. I'd like to see is they spurn some kind of. Desirable development, whether that be, you know, I know a lot of people talk Main Street. That's not my thing. But some people talk about that. They want smaller shops, antique kinds of stuff. Uh, I'm Mom I pops. would be more like, you know, green technologies, because that's where we're going to end up actually making jobs is doing stuff that they can't reproduce in China for cheaper mm-hmm. um, and 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 say, OK, well, you either we tax it and take it into the government. And most of them would abhor that or you can get out of that by investing in things that qualify as opposed to hiding it into trusts and private things like that, that are safer and more institutional. There's a certain part that we could maybe spurn extra stuff at the edge.
0: What about sales tax?
2: Um, I mean, I think it's simple.
1: I like the simplicity of it. It makes it a lot easier to trim down the fat, you know, so to speak. But it's still not ideal, I don't think, just because I don't, it's not really, you still are it's disincentivizing people to go out and spend money and, You don't really want that to be too much of
2: a burden. Right. So if, if you're paying 10% and everything that you, of your budget, because 90% of your budget goes to food, for instance, and that's taxed, but other things are taxed differently or not, it tends to take the lower part of the wage scale and put, take too much back out of that so they don't spend more. The nice part about giving somebody that doesn't have anything money is you know they're going to spend it on bread
0: or some staple of the economy. I've been sort of in uh, a lot ago. of uh, welfare homes. They have flat screen, uh, HDTVs. They spin it on cable. Food, not so much. A lot of ramen. Cheetos. A lot of ramen. A lot of McDonald's. Well, you know what's Rapper? funny? You know,
1: I actually, it's funny. I've talked about this before, but I, got, I actually got, uh, blocked by somebody on Twitter. He's like, <laughs> he's like, Zach. Green or something like that. He's on a Huffington Post writer. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was going back and forth with him just a little bit because his whole thing was about how he was, he was attacking one of the Republican conservative kind of pundits. And they were, they, they, this pundit was complaining that in the LA uh, LA Unified School District, their goal was to get like 90% of their students eating school lunch that is paid for by the government. And that was their stated goal, 90%. And then I was going after this guy because a little bit. I wasn't being too bad. But he was trying to make the case like oh, you're just heartless and these people are going to starve kind of thing. And it's just like you do take away some of it. Like It is not that expensive. People can find a way that are already on welfare can find a way to put some sort of food in your like, child's mouth our for grandparents breakfast. Did Otherwise, it, you shouldn't the... have kids. They should be taken away from you. Fuck if yeah. you can't even put – you can spend mm-hmm. 50 cents on a breakfast. You can well, figure out how to do it if you're resourceful
0: and you can spend money in, sh-
1: in smart ways you're going to be able to do it.
0: The Great Depression, dude. How would they do it back then? P they didn't have welfare. People well how they did it was they got a they, they made a pot of beans on a Sunday and they ate it through the fucking week and yeah, it sucked. But they also had neighborhoods and they had if you lived in an apartment, you know, had the you know, the lady down the the, the hall, she watched all the kids and the moms would go off and they'd work and stuff. But they'd make they make a big pot of something, and and, and well,
1: I I think so. that it's a it's an a, an advancement to have a social safety net. Like I think that in an ideal society there is one. A helping Even the, hand. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's, ideally, of course, nobody would need it, but ideally, at some point, it forward. There would be a smart way to do it. You don't actually want people to die. You don't want people to actually. No, but
0: you also don't want, look, people just get on the system and they never. Yeah, leave.
1: that's what you have to figure the out how to avoid. Dependency. I mean, and I just don't the think, you know, you, limits, when you talk about, so. and maybe there are a quarter of the kids in that school district that are living quote unquote in poverty, but at least the ones that aren't need to
0: be there. You need to
1: be providing there be breakfast a, for your child. Well,
0: I, I, yeah, I agree too. I totally agree. Well, well, there's school districts now that are doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner they're doing all three now there it's out there like that's that's I'm happening. starving but <laughs> i know where's mine don't don't, don't where's lo- my don't this? lose in all where's of this, my though. breakfast where's my dinner huh? don't don't lose
2: in all of this though that the social safety like it is an advancement in the sense that 2008 was a really really big event it's the first time since 1929 that you had a real deflation and that kind of effect can have some terrible, terrible things happen. Japan took 20 years to get over theirs. They got yeah. over it just in time for 2008 to have it go in the tank again. Um, but in 1930s, when they didn't have social, social security, that's true. Everybody banded together, but you also had massive amounts of migratory populations. You had starvations and deaths and lots of things and, mm. and, and slum camps that were blocks and blocks. Well, it kind of looked like modern Detroit. Um, no offense Detroit, but I'm just there. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, you know it's the decay, decay, of America, decay of America. But but those automatic stabilizers, those automatic kick-in programs. I mean, I don't like yeah. it that they 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 get a free thing to do. But that money is is getting spent. I mean, should it be spent on TVs? No. But that money's back in the economy if it is spent on a TV. I mean, I don't like that. I think it's repulsive and repugnant. But at the same time, it's doing its job at a core level of keeping everything sort of going while we pull our heads out and get confident yeah. again.
1: It's not that much different from, I don't know, like like a company having huge amounts of pollution, like we are talking about earlier, and you have to figure out how to minimize that. That That's a problem, and it's, it's a negative in the system you've set up. But it doesn't mean that nobody should be allowed to burn any sort of, of fossil fuels just because some people are doing something wrong, I guess, and that sounds kind of weird. But like, you know what I'm saying? It's like something you have to figure out how to trim that fat. You have to try to disincentivize that. And figure just out do to incentivize
2: it at least. I mean, that's yeah. the big problem is that the big stuff that's stuck in the system has access to the regulatory agency that's covering it. So they, they compete in terms of giving themselves more favorable regulations instead of competing by making a better product that complies with the regulations. Both happen. Yeah. yeah don't I agree. That, Both happen. Yeah, but and I agree that's, that's not, that's,
1: that's also a, it's just, how are you supposed to avoid that? I don't know. How, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough the one. whole idea of lobbyists seems like if there was none at all, there that would be a you wouldn't be efficient in the way you're able to convey wants and needs and all that. But yet it is taken advantage of, and nobody likes the idea of there being big whatever you know lobbyists and right. all the team of lawyers. No offense, Mister Attorney that, over there. None taken. But uh, you know, it's like.
2: Yeah, it's not good. It's the way, it, it's it's the way it is. It's the way of American business. I mean, we like to tramps ourselves up in free market and all that sort of stuff, uh, but it wasn't as free li- as I think you mentioned before that you know, in the in the early 1910s and the late 1800s. I mean, that's a, a more barren free market, and, and guys are making a lot more profit. They're making a lot more grinding on the wage class, and the wage class is working seven hours a day or seven days a week you know 10 12 hours a day right. kids are working 12 and year so olds are working yeah, yeah four and five year olds are working and 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 nobody's saying anything about it so it's a different world we live in
0: now right right so hmm where is that balance in? i guess my thing is i see just too many people that are cap- completely capable of going out and making some money what what uh, and not you know just Sit instead of sitting on the couch and not not but ever leaving the couch. There's four percent of the population that no matter what you do, I get that they're they, they'll well they'll either be, but it's way higher than that.
2: Well well no I mean I mean even when it's running good unemployment only oh, gets yeah. to seven percent when things are really humming that's you know six maybe right. But there's a there's a you know there's these some of that's transition a couple percent. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's some ingrained ones and they don't even actually count the unemployment numbers that are just you know you're not going to see them and you well you deal with them a lot a lot of times it's mental illness. There's, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, for sure. Um, there's also complete laziness.
0: Well
2: well there's well, there's certainly that too, but that's a different animal. That's not on the street begging or doing this or down at the shelter or whatever. Some of that is either, you know, situation wasn't good or and some sure. of it's mental health. I mean
0: Well, yeah, yeah. There is a, I I think that um I always argue that welfare doesn't work. Anytime I think you give somebody something for nothing. I I argue that it takes them. They're already in a bad place because they probably came from a shithead, you know, family. Um, not not a lot going on in their life, and so you know they ask for help or whatever, and then they get, you know, they get they get the welfare, they get the discounted housing, they get whatever, and the incentive is actually it's 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 cheaper for them to stay doing that than just easier. And I anyways, but they they lose their they lose their dignity. They can't look in the in the mirror at the end of the day and. And say, I've earned my keep. And I think that's very important for humans. And so, what I don't like is when we give somebody something for nothing. Yeah. It the, motivates them to do nothing more. And I say, I, you take them from a bad spot and you take them to an even deeper bad spot. I, I think before 2008, there was a pretty big migration
2: away from that. I mean, the high water mark is Lyndon Johnson in the Great Society. And, you know, he's right. got just a welfare rolls loaded basically, you know, to the gills. And then, you know, Clinton came along and actually trimmed them. He did. Um, but now I think they're back up again. Uh, just all, they've expanded a lot of the programs. Uh, at least I, I know food stamps is under fire right now. But but a lot of that stuff. I'm surprised
1: just, I don't remember the number because it seems like Romney said it like twelve times oh, yeah, in right. a debate. You know? Oh, no, for sure. I forget how many millions.
2: I, I it was it is a lot, and I think it's the there's never been any more. That's an, a straight number. That's an interesting phenomenon in American politics. The um, the notion that effectively. Um, your most rural and, uh, conservative, uh, subdivisions in the House end up controlling a lot of the national politics because if you, if you win the primary, you're in automatically because it's a 90% red state. But if you're not conservative enough, you won't win the primary. So you got guys that are pe- backed into corners and in Senate seats and House seats that, that have to be as conservative as possible and then won't back off of it ever. They're stuck in a trap. They never, never really thought that was coming.
1: Well, I think that's why they, it might not solve it, but they should, you know, they should have term limits for congressmen and senators myself. I don't know why that's somehow better for society to have them serve their whole life as a career politician. There's something to be said I about don't.
0: experience. Um The problem is when that experience is bought and corrupted. Like... I just well, think I think that's endemic in the system I mean, it's too.
2: Not... If you're there that long, all you're doing is is getting relationships put together to get on the right committees or subcommittees to steer money the right way. For think about it wait, You know, it makes it more. It seems so convoluted and huge
1: where it used to be more simple. Like it's like you would leave the farm, right, and you'd go work for your state. You'd be like a state senator representing a rural area or something for a year or two, and then you're back. Like. Isn't that a better way to do it because it also keeps things like things things is more simple. Like you don't have to have been in there for 12 years to really understand how right. this whole system and society works. It's just a simple legislative body, you know, like you have a small staff and more, you're working on the serious problems and Do we
0: know? need any of that anymore though? Can we get rid of all that?
2: Well, that's the Can we can we go, the go, to, go to the internet of the hardcore Um, You know, libertarian sect would say, you know, ever since the administrative era of FDR came along that we're stuck on the teat, so to speak, can't get off of it.
0: Why can't we just govern through the Internet?
2: I think there's a I think there's a role for it. You could do national referendum stuff like that. Like there, you know, a lot of states have initiative pro- processes yeah. where the people directly decide something. And they both. say, you know what, we're kind of d- done with you guys being idiots. And then I think there's a check and balance involved with that. There's not there's nothing like that at the federal level. It could be there with the internet. That'd be pretty easy. Like log right. on, put your poll on, da 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 yeah. da da. True you you know. test
0: of what's going on, what the people think. Turn turn it back I mean, into the true democratic. Start like going, Athens,
2: then. Sparta, city state. It just happens to be 280 million people. Right.
1: And there's already a lot more um, interaction through stuff like Twitter and Oh, I you know, agree. You get updates from your county fire station because you know updates on a fire or something, right? But you guys probably have a Twitter account.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. all they put out anymore is uh firework safety. That's that's a big thing lately. It's, very, it's big, always but, like those really those little signs,
1: you know. Keep yeah. a bucket of water yeah. next to your or fireworks. Well, some of
2: it's really but, yeah. common sense stuff, but that's the stuff that ends up burning people. I, right? know, I was just going <laughs> like, like, to literally and figuratively. Wait a minute, that's well, not going off. Why out. are
0: we trying to save everybody from this? <laughs> <laughs> if you're dumb enough to do something. Fireworks like is an acceleration of Darwinism. Well, for sure. For sure, <laughs> there is that element. For sure.
1: you uh, you been playing any video games? Oh, you're I gamer, do, but. Right?
0: Well, no. Get, Zach's pretty good. We used play some games. Once upon like a there. time. I, I thought, first of
1: I, I, mean, I thought you were like an Xbox guy. Am I wrong?
0: No, I do, but like once or twice a year, I'll, I'll buy a game. I'll watch a commercial and be like, oh, I got to play that game. Usually it's like a war kind of shooting game. I think COD then, was your last one. Yeah, yeah, probably. And then, so I get it like twice a year, I'll get a game like that. And then I'll spend a week playing it. And I'll just be up almost for that <laughs> whole week, uh, not sleeping much. You're just uh playing it. It tends. Those do were that. the days, weren't they? I, I don't really right. do that much anymore. And I was. I remember you used to be able
2: to stay up till three thirty at night and get up at six thirty in the morning and just be fine and no problem. And your brain would just be like wired from all of the input. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we rocked it hard in the uh, early Halo Two days with the uh, you know Xbox original Xbox, you know, and then. Well, Everybody else got good. Like the six-year-olds turned into twelve-year-olds, and they were really, really good. <laughs> See, when
1: I was a freshman in college, I had a—I actually wasn't a roommate of mine, but he was from the same town, and he lived right across the way. We always were at their place, and he was really good at X at, at Halo One. Mm-hmm. We'd play multiplayer, and he would just—you know—they had like that super good pistol back then, and the sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. He would just One, two, double three. team on that, bam. and just bam—we were—he d- just killed us. So it seriously kind of ruined me for Halo. I was like a kid that got bucked it. off his first horse or something. Right. You know, I, 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 I wasn't going to go back.
2: It, it, it and then you get online and it's it's really bad. And and, and you either have some raging sixteen-year-old who clearly needs to get laid really badly, telling you how much you suck, or you have like a twelve-year-old that you can't say anything to because they're so young that they don't even understand that they're right. dominating you. You can't. Tell and occasionally you get some other other guy that's okay. We had a we we met a whole bunch of people actually through Chicago and uh, Columbus, Ohio online playing halo and i know these guys really well from playing with them on every night online yeah i and never knew what they looked like found out one guy was actually in a wheelchair so it was like for him he was like getting his legs back in a certain sense you know you have with... ammo on him well yeah when he's got all the other guys you know all I'm the other guys have That's no idea joke. that he's <laughs> <laughs> he'd laugh trust me. He, he, he was cool i mean <laughs> it's like great you're like the nice you like have this
1: nice relationship and then he starts getting some headshots and it devolves
0: very quickly, right? Was there ever a kid like talking shit to you, you know, like over the headphone? And then you can hear his mom in the background like,
2: time to go to bed. Yeah, that, well, that was our best player. It was one of our, our guy's little brother would like sneak on and he'd be like, up in Why the, are you doing up in the bedroom bed? at two in the morning. All of a sudden you hear, what are
1: you
0: doing? That's hilarious.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, he, I am still the are, really are you
0: playing any games these days?
1: Uh, I'm still into, the, I'm still into little flight sim and now and then. I've told the world about it, so uh, I'm okay saying it again, even though it's uh, it always stings a little bit to admit it.
0: What's that? The uh, flight simulator that,
1: that I that my gaming requires a joystick. That's uh, well, that's okay. You
0: got a flight simulator game? Oh Jesus
1: Christ! I would what? totally
0: play a flight simulator game. That's kind you. of games I like. That I like that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah, it's interesting because uh, it's World War One. Oh, so, so well, it's like open place. cockpit you know you're like you're going like 60 miles an hour like you can you could be like fuck you you know like i'm coming after you like you're you're not even you're you're like buzzing past <laughs> each other like yeah, right. just turning towards each other you can see the pilot like
2: looking at you and you're playing you know. against other did, people online yeah That's did awesome. you play battlefield 1942 at all then i did yeah i, I bet you yeah, like that. that game so you'd be running as a uh a trooper like a halo game or something like that right justin and then you would just go jump in a plane and start flying or jump in a tank and start shooting or whatever. It was it was kind of the precursor to a lot of the Call of Duty and stuff that was.
1: It's well, sort of gone away from that a little bit. Uh, you know, they had really big maps. A lot of times you felt kind of by yourself. Mm-hmm. You could like set up a little base or you could yep. you know you yep. could do whatever you, have time you wanted.
2: Tink around for sure. Yeah, well, there's
1: just... not just like bam. That's what I don't like about Call of Duty, to be honest. It's, it's just too fast. like bam, 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 mm-hmm. bam. No, there's a guy. Oh, there's a guy. There's a guy. I'm dead. Like I'm like wow. I just I'm oh and eleven. Like I. I'm I'm horrible at those games.
2: It's it's all fast fast. Re- it's basketball, not baseball. Like, You know. Uh, well, forty two was baseball. You could set up stuff and yeah. took time and thinking. And
0: you know what really annoyed me about the last ones was uh it became this like dramatic story. Like you had to watch like a five minute thing of this guy like <laughs> turning this movie. big huge bulging chest and vice. Like you know what I mean. It just became like kind of gay <laughs> love story. <laughs> I don't know. I just had it... too much drama. Too much. Like or, so, or I, I just, Final Final Fantasy. Fantasy, I just or wanted to kill some Nazis or whatever. You know. I, I actually know. played as a Nazi. one I felt bad
1: about it the whole time. I promise I did, but I played a, a sim, a, not a sim, but a sub game, like a sub game. <laughs> like a oh, the U boat. It's even more embarrassing than the Red Baron style stuff. But it's like so funny because I was into it for like three weeks, and I swear it'd be like one in the morning. And it's like, you see the red lights, you know, you hear like, ding, you know, you know it's like pinging. I'm like, periscope down. Like, you know, it's like, I'm just like so into it. It's so funny. I like, it's like all silent. I'm like, silent, break, break for silent running. You're like, flood dudes one and two. You know, it's like, my girlfriend's like, are you coming to bed? I'm like, nine. Oh, that's, that's in the middle of the battle. <laughs> yeah. That was so, that was, that what was game worse. was that though? It's called Silent Hunter.
0: Oh, oh that sounds awesome. Shit.
1: Yeah. You'd be running on the surface and also in some plane spots who you, you're like. Dive, dive, dive! <laughs> My girlfriend's like, "I'm leaving right now. Yeah, this is
2: too I'm much." I'm leaving pain. you for somebody who's cool. I uh, no, I work so. with a guy that was a navy diver, and he talked about diving around the submarines, and he'd have to dive up into the torpedo holes every once in a while, and they're so tight that that he can't move your arms, and you're just stuck there. And he said one time his mask started coming off, uh, and he kind of had to just inch it on with his chin a little bit. Not and, bad. You know, like if if it falls off, you're absolutely dead because there's no way. Yeah, and he said then once you get back all the way up the tube, there was room to work. He said, "Well, how'd you get back down?" Same way, you know.
1: Yeah, that'd be a weird way to die, wouldn't it? Oh, that'd be Could bad. to really explain that that'd one. Be what about a bad the guys
0: at, like the yeah,
1: down in a torpedo tube. Do you ever watch that it? swim in there?
0: Yeah. Do you ever watch that Discovery thing though, where it's a uh, the seals like you want to get on Seal Team Seven? It's like the elite Seal Team of the Seal Teams. Have you seen what they have to go through? That, they wanted to show it all. These guys have to hold themselves underwater until they drown, drown. Yeah. They have to pull you have them to physically out. Physically drown yourself. They have to pull them out no. and revive them. So mm-hmm. you essentially hold yourself underwater until you die, just to make it to the next level. How fucking crazy is that? <laughs> How crazy is that? You don't.
1: Yeah, I'm searching for words. That's I
0: why you I should never get in this. a bar
2: fight no, because you you know the one day you pick that guy. Oh, you're done. You're just you're dead
0: before you, you even know done. what happened. Your odds are better fighting a cheetah or a <laughs> or a jaguar yeah, or right. something, you know.
1: Yeah, that would suck too to be a trained guy like that. You know you can't, you know that you'd like go into black mode and just like a, just, just destroy Yeah, there's someone. there's no
0: pushing
2: and, and calling each other pussy as you kind of like chin up to each other. There's none yeah. of that posturing. It's just like
0: from it's zero down. to instant kill yeah. death, done. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. If 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 a normal guy gets drunk, it's like what happened last night. You're like, hey, you just wouldn't stop talking to that girl. You took way too many shots, and then you like stumbled your ass home. They're like, what happened to you? He's like. Well, you you killed seven people. You <laughs> annihilated <laughs> like, an entire bar. You fashioned an RPG yeah, out, of, yeah. out of an yeah. umbrella. You and strangled uh, a <laughs> man with his own guitar. His
2: guitar? How'd that work? Well, you broke it over him and then used the strings. Yeah. I, oops. Yeah. Well, I want to be that guy. The fire's still burning. They have it mostly controlled.
0: <laughs> you like, Jesus. <laughs> his kids, some of them might recover. I got into the absinthe again, huh? <laughs> huh.
1: Like, but you and you also you wouldn't stop talking to that girl. <laughs> You're a monster. It's yeah. a
0: trick. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I always watch those videos. I've seen like Discovery Channel, I think, where they show them like 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 pressing the log out and out in the surf. And have you guys seen that? It's yeah, like they have or, like log march
2: underneath the log in. Tandem. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. It's like I think yeah. they like assign them because I I don't know very much about the process, but they like assign them a log. I think it's like your log, and that's gonna stay off the ground. You know, like all this, all this stuff. Yeah, it's like don't, an American don't flag. Let,
2: don't don't let the ground. Don't let the log touch the ground. That sounds like a bad, bad assignment. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, they don't do that the too. Where they make those guys go on this like long ass hike through the fucking hills and shit, carrying a log. Where it's like, yeah, don't drop this, you know. And like guys are just like rah, crying because their fucking arms hurt, and they yeah. just keep going. That's some crazy stuff, man. Those guys, they're hardcore. Oh shit, I can't even imagine. I'd crumble like a bitch right in the fire i remember, of
1: I remember it. this is how i know i wouldn't be a very good navy seal i remember playing high school football when they're we like freshmen and they're like 100 yard bear crawl go and like i was just that was kind of chunky <laughs> uh, it just i wasn't very my upper body strength was like a negative two on the scale like i had i had a tough time with that and they were like i'm like coming to the end and i was the last person on the team <laughs> this is Ooh. so bad this is embarrassing actually but uh, i got to the end and i couldn't hear i honestly couldn't hear what they were saying but it turns out They're like, if you touch your knee to the ground, this whole team goes back, you know, and I like turn. I'm like, huh? And I'm like, insane. just stop! I'm too. I'm knee to the ground. They're like, everybody go! You know, and the team's just no, like, you're Hendrix! are code red. You're getting shit. code red. I know. I'm like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I'll see you after practice. I'm like, I can't hear a thing. You get attacked
0: but, with the soap bars. You're lucky. You, had, you guys got to go home tonight. Seriously, yeah. I'm lucky to have a broomstick in my ass. That's how you end up being Private Pile from Full Metal Jacket, yeah. the towel party. It's true. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't do
1: more. It's like they. They forgot about it. We, you know, we got a nice water break, and it was, a, it was, it was finished. A Although I bet somebody still charisma. remembers it. Somebody probably still remembers it. You're that. on somebody's list. Yeah, seriously. They're like, yeah, ten fucking yards. Left. List of people. I was you know. a center. You know, mm-hmm. it was like.
2: Yeah, it's, in it might be the
1: worst position on the field. I don't think there's anything better. You're or right. half I mean a step worse.
2: down just to start because you've already put the ball between your legs, and then somebody hits you in the face and you fall over half the
0: time. You yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, you
2: have to get very used to somebody just pressing right up against the bottom of your balls.
1: Yeah, that's not funny. Though. I was times. a center
0: for a while, too, actually. Yeah. You yeah. yeah. I, I slightly yeah. turned on by it. No. Ever? Just a N- couple days. Not really. <laughs> Can't get over it. <laughs> no. Or into it, you know. So wait, you only when the center? quarterback
2: starts trying to do stuff to you, and then you, then you gotta take him down. I thought real centers quick are say, hey. supposed to be
0: big fat fucks.
2: I was kind of a big. I I was uh I was
1: bigger. Like they wanted me to get big. They wanted me to. They're like, you need to hit the weight room. you like, it's uh, it's, how, it's this way. We'll take you my, there. You know, you've been <laughs> like here for three years, that Why yeah, did you just juice you up. I I wish I would have. Yeah. Uh, they um, <laughs> uh they so America I, when I was when I was like a – I remember when I was a junior. I was—I remember doing a physical, and I was like six one and two fifteen or two twenty or something like that. And then I, the same like you know, twelve months later, I'm like six three and one ninety or something. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, right? I just I got taller and a little bit thinner, but I wasn't like thin and fast. Like I couldn't be a wide receiver or something. I just was sort of an undersized guard or something at that right. point. It's and uh, I center. just never gained any weight. Everybody was sixty pounds heavier than me, and I stopped playing. Wow. I I should have been like a tight end, but even they they're still like two forty or two fifty. That's crazy. So I like didn't put on any weight, but no, I
2: I didn't really try. Did you play football? Only when I was very young. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. Once we got into high school,
1: I did. I did get one touchdown as a tight end, which I felt cool about, and then I got one play as a quarterback, interception. Oh yeah. Oops. So you know, <laughs> me and uh me and uh what's his name that what's who's the guy that has the, the guy from WSU that has the worst quarterback rating in history. Ryan, Ryan, leaf. Ryan leaf. Yeah. Me and Ryan leaf. <laughs> uh-huh, were, like yeah. tired, we're like neck and neck. That, but, that's
2: one of the best meltdowns of all time. Stand up in that locker room. stop it. Leave me alone. Are you
1: talking about me when I did that, that tight end dump pass yeah, right into the linebacker things? Uh
2: No, I wasn't talking about that meltdown. I was talking about oh, Ryan leaf's yeah. meltdown, but okay. you can describe the meltdown <laughs> if you'd like.
1: <laughs> I would love to hear this. <laughs> no, I just remember I was going for a little, uh, if you, if you forced me to do, you know, talk about this for 20 more minutes, but, uh, <laughs> I just remember his little tight end out like a, like a 2 yard like they called it a dump pass. He, he just wanted to like engage the end and then just let him get by and turn and look. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell I was thinking. It was like, you know how you, your brain can just sort of freeze up? It's like I wasn't prepared for this. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, right. if I could Hold go back and do it right now in my old in my 12-year-old body, I think I would be like would be a laser right to him, <laughs> but like I just, I turned and it was like shit, like, like the middle linebacker blitz or something. My center's like still got his head between his legs and this guy's right in my face. I was like, oh my God, there's people all over the place. And I, I did like a, I, instead of like a three step drop, I, I probably did like a, I just stood up. I was like, oh shit. And I just, just like chucked the ball up as I was being pulled down by my arm. You know that, um, that thing where you should talk, yeah. But I was like, oh, "Catch this! You like, know, I'm like, make something out of this." Yeah, like on yeah. the street. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't in the right neighborhood. Somebody was like, "Oh my god, this!" It's like that slow motion, like the balls. I in can't. The air. Like, I can't believe it oh, popped oh up my, like this. Oh for my me. god! <laughs> yeah, uh, some they guy take all the way to the other Some house guy. Some right guy got ice cream after that game. He was like, "Holy shit!" Here <laughs> it is. And the, yeah, Uh then my dad was like, "My dad is actually a coach." He's like, maybe, you know, maybe you uh, get back under center. You know
2: I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a rough one as dad. Yeah. You're like, you want son to get another crack at it, but on the other hand, you're the coach. So you're like, you know, yeah,
0: take Plus, they're the like, team. Hey, yeah. maybe the team needs water, huh? Yeah,
2: seriously.
0: <laughs> I, I, that's funny. I,
2: I somebody, the, the first string quarterback's dad was the coach on my football team and I was the backup quarterback, but I also played center. Yeah. There you go. I was number 17 no. as the center. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It's, uh, I had high hopes at that at that point in time. And then I was actually, I actually, my dreams weren't totally dashed because that was the last game of the year. And then it came back and they actually were going to have me try. I was going to start as nuts. I was going to start as the backup quarterback. And then I actually broke my wrist on the first game, uh, oh, opening no. kickoff. So who, who knows what could have happened, you know?
0: You could have been the next, uh, you know. Tom Brady, you never know. Peyton Manning. Yeah. could have been the next team to tim tebow for goodness sakes
2: (laughs) what's the deal with that is he gonna play is he gonna is he gonna
1: play an nfl play this next year well it
2: sounds like the patriots picked him up and you know they use they use weird stuff well remember they used to maybe they'll play him a defensive back like they did with that wide receiver that they made go both ways or something you know i'm just really interested and And if he went full-time fullback or something like that or h-back something
0: like that he'd be an all-star He's an not an animal. A, he's not a quarterback. At least in the eyes of Jesus
2: Christ. Well, he's got the Lord on his side. and He brings a hammer oh when he hits God, you. I was so, Six foot three, two fifty, or so. he's a monster. Yeah, you know, I feel don't bad. Realize, you know, to be honest, but...
1: I feel bad, kind of like hating on this guy because I, it, I'm not even trying to make a joke. I literally do feel like it's you're sort of shitting on Christianity because he's like a stand-up. Well, it's kind what of... they would say is supposed to be like a Christian man. He he like he's got the super crazy work
2: ethic. He's never bullied. gets down on himself. You can't. Yeah, like, you can't yeah, take the light not. of Jesus it, out of his life. It's like line. me picking the dark and... side. Like
1: nah, I just fucking hate him. But right, it's like, but, well, well, why? It's yeah, like, but here's he
2: also deal. is arrogant enough though to believe he's a quarterback when he's clearly an H back. Well, yeah, but we kind of have the same problem in him. So yeah, well, I mean,
0: well,
2: <laughs> all of us we think we're quarterbacks. Yes, <laughs> yeah. You know, well, you know, no, you're not. Everybody wants to be a quarterback. I am. I've yeah. never yeah. thrown a football in my life.
0: I made it really cool. We the, made a... You
2: know what somebody
1: should do? Sorry, to interrupt. There's somebody should make a montage, right? Try to figure out kids that are like nine, and when they're first finding out that they're going to be like a guard. You know, they're like, I "Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for quarterback. I think I would like to pick that group." And like, <laughs> "The okay, symphony of sadness."
0: Um, you know,
1: <laughs> there's a couple pretty athletic guys over there right now, but you know, we really need some some guys that can work on their footwork. You know what I mean? Like at the line. You know, that would be a sad doc.
2: Well, there's, there's, there's ways to explain that a little bit. The really bad one that everybody knows you're just no good is when you're on a little league baseball team and you're playing deep right field. The, yeah. That would be a good montage. It's like, Hey, Timmy, a little further back, back by the dandelions, Timmy. Keep going.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: It's like, but they're really distracting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well and, and typically it worked Timmy's out well because the a
0: asshole t- when the ball does finally go out there and he's picking Daisy. Oh, he's totally <laughs>
2: looking in a circle, playing with his glove. He's got a shoe I off I fucking you know. hate you, Timmy. <laughs> like, Timmy. Timmy get the ball. You're up to bat. dude. T- Timmy, you're get dragging. the ball. <laughs> yeah, well yeah, and Timmy Timmy usually does have the weird it, do you guys ever have crazy parents at, at the uh at the little league games that you would go to growing up?
1: Oh yeah, certainly. Yes. There's
2: always some dude that just goes nuts he's living vicariously through a seven-year-old kid he's like you better take second or your ass is grass when you get home you know he's just uber competitive and just makes everybody uncomfortable and queasy and then some other guy's dad's like hey you better shut up they're just supposed to be having fun f you man that was my dad (laughs) kid's curve sucks i'm gonna out crazy you're crazy by defending the honor of these little seven-year-olds by using a litany of f words Uh oh love you dad yeah i can't wait to be a parent I'll be it's uh I'll be right up there I think if i'm not I'm not like trying to coach all it, the... everybody wants to be all impartial when they're talking about somebody else's kids and then and then your own kids come through and they've never really done anything too wrong and they're always really good looking and you know they're not you know never have a problem with anything or any of this sort of stuff because you're totally blinded by your kids and that's how modeling agencies make so much money off of these poor foolish parents oh you think my kid can be in the movies of course
0: he could he's the most handsome kid ever <laughs> oh my god well do you guys ever watch the uh uh what are those shows like the toddlers and tiaras yeah, yeah all that kind of shit yeah. That, yeah that might be the most
1: shit? unethical job oh, going back god. to your uh the, the town agent that just looks for suckers <laughs> like, right that's your lowest piece of, of shit. Than a lobbyist yes do you really think i have what it takes <laughs>
2: no. damn you right, too I do. <laughs> your years of selling ginsu cutlery have prepared you for this moment You ever heard of Scarlett Johansson?
1: Nothing. She sucks. You. You got (laughs) it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You might even be a Billy Mays one of these days if you really put your mind to it.
0: I want to be Billy Mays. I don't know, man. Well, I guess it was a heck of a ride. Hookers and blow. I was going to say, I guess it was a heck of a ride, you know. But he went out with hookers and blow.
2: (laughs) Well, did he really? I mean, I know he had a little coke in his system, but did was that the story is that they traced yeah. it back to the two hookers that got him the blow that you know, Oh, I don't killed. know if it was the two hookers. Billy Mays here for Hookers and Blow. Notorious for Hookers and Blow though. Well, he seemed like he was on drugs when he was on TV. Yes. And he could he was the only one that he actually had a lot of like, RPM though. Right? I'm supposed to ha- I'm supposed to be on drugs. I'm Billy Mays and I'm here for OxyClean, so
1: you know It's kind of weird when, when families just go all in defending their their loved one when the evidence is just piling up, you know, it's like the yeah. mom gets super high and drives mom. off a bridge with all the kids. That, they're like, yeah, well, she, she, um, uh, there was marijuana found in the car. She had, uh, some Vicodin in her system. And, you know, uh, uh, from what we can tell, probably about a gram of pot was in her system at the time. Uh, were you know, equivalent, uh, and they're like, that is not Nancy. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking yeah. about. Right. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's like, here's Nancy's favorite shot glass. She blew a 4.0 on the day of her death, but that's a total, you know, it's like, I remember the first time I got drunk with her, but she was always a social drinker. Yeah. She'd take a glass of water between each one.
0: <laughs> well, what about when, uh, I, well, and I see this maybe a little more than you guys, but, you know, you out in the ghetto when somebody gets shot, you know, some shithead gets shot in a drug van or you know, drive by or whatever, but I was like, oh, he was just the nicest guy ever. And, like, you know, he just had some hard times in his life, but he was really, he, you know, he had a good soul and he was starting to get his shit together.
2: No, he was a fucking asshole. You know, he was up at three in the morning yeah. trying to score crack rocks to give to his girlfriend or whatever, shit, you know. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: like generally yeah, it's, speaking, that's uh, always fascinating though, the family's always like, he was a real nice guy. Man.
2: That's the thing in our culture. We don't like to talk bad about the dead. Hmm. The three prior drug arrests. That is totally not uh, relevant. He's, okay. he's right. a different right. guy, exactly. guy now. Struggling oh, to take hold of his he's... life, and by all accounts, up until this, he he had for the last six months or six
0: 25 years weeks. old and the father of four. Doesn't have a job?
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, but he's Good been guy. on mori Povich at least but twice. But he's a father.
1: So he's a famous you know. superstar. <laughs> yeah. He's a little behind on his child support, okay?
0: People <laughs> fall into rough times. Yeah, that's always fascinated me. Yeah, it's always the family that's like, oh, yeah, he's... he's... What about the you know when somebody's clearly he had, guilty? They always say that uh, he clearly, had some demons, clearly he guilty, some... and they're like justifying, like hey, there's no way you could have done that,
2: no way. Ted Bundy was a hell of a guy by all well, accounts. Well, that's
0: a sociopath. That's a whole other level of. Well, even he was even a good still, guy. he was a
2: good guy. Like like he was well liked by most of the people yeah. that he met, even the ones that he killed, up until he killed, killed them. them. Yeah. Did you hear about the study that said that there's a gene? You know that guy that gets really, really angry when he's drunk, and you just know there's going to be a fight every time he has more than four beers. Mm-hmm. That's a gene, apparently. Mm-hmm. You can have the "I'm a jerk when I'm a junk drunk" gene mm-hmm. for sure, because you know the type. I mean, everybody knows the guy, like that guy. Oh yeah, and he gets that look in his eyes, is like, "Oh great, is he going to be fighting me tonight, or is it going to be one of my buddies, or what's going on?" Right. You know, who's going to have to tackle him and pin him to the ground again and whatever. Yeah, you just hope it's not you. Well, yeah, you know, like, the whole, like, look know. around the room, try to mind. find the asshole. If you can't find him, it's you.
1: Well, <laughs> well, should we wrap this thing up? I think we're at about our, you know, our normal range. The one longer hour mark. We're a little more.
0: Oh yeah. Oh really? That's yeah. pretty good for a bonus. I don't know how much of a bonus it really was. Yeah,
2: I, 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 <laughs> it's like congratulations. You gotta see. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you. Congratulations. We put you the fuck to sleep. <laughs> We Nighty night, night night, everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should put say this. This episode could be a good one to fall asleep to. You know,
0: I don't know. Thank you. There's well, we'll we make those uh, relaxation CDs, they, folks yeah, out there for all morning. you uh, eighty thousand listeners. And that, that the, uh, you're about. 80, yeah, we just passed 80, that threshold. Eighty thousand so. seventy oh, yeah. seventy five or so. Last year, uh, uh, we just thought we'd get together and fuck off and talk. So that's what you got. Well, thanks for coming over, you guys. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. See you.